Now on WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio, this is Sports and Faith. Welcome to this episode of Sports and Faith on WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio. I'm your host, Mark Curran, Lake County Sheriff. And my guest right now is the 2015 Class 8A Illinois High School football champions, Loyola Ramblers. And sitting right next to me at this moment now is Bo Deshereau, who's with Loyola Academy. Bo, could you introduce yourself to our listeners? Sure. I'm a 1993 grad of Loyola Academy. I'm currently the assistant dean of students at Loyola, and I'm a varsity football coach on the defensive side of the ball, defensive line. That's great. And so 1993, you just missed a state championship that year, huh? Just, just missed it. Uh, we played in the, in the fall of 92. We lost in the state championship to Naperville North, the Huskies. Right. So, Bo, you and I were talking earlier, and I'm a Loyola Academy graduate, class of 1981, and I played football my freshman year, but I was six-string on offense, six-string on defense. Try not to laugh too hard, guys, over there. But didn't stay with it, but wrestled all the way through high school and and played other sports. But it, it is Loyola gets a lot of people coming out for football every year, don't they? Yeah, our, uh, our our freshman coaches do a great job. Um, we currently have about anywhere from about 100 kids on our freshman roster, and they, um, you know, we split them up into two teams, an A team and a B team, trying to get them as much exposure and opportunity to play as possible. And then our sophomore team t- typically carries about 60 kids, and currently right now for, uh, for the next season, our varsity roster is at 109. So we got a lot of kids involved in football. 109, yeah, players, that's that's how many you'll see suit up on uh, a home game for the University of Michigan or Notre Dame, right? Yeah. So, Bo, if you could just take us through your journey. You went from playing at Loyola Academy for great football teams on to where? Uh, I uh, was fortunate enough to get a football scholarship to the University of Tulsa, where I played three years there, and then I finished up my football career at, uh, at North Park University here in Chicago. That's great. And then how'd you wind up back at the academy? It's a funny story. I was I was working, I was doing business development for a uh, an accounting firm and uh, a relatively large accounting firm. Our head coach passed away. My head coach from Loyal Academy, John Herster, at the age of 53, and um, was at his wake and was was running into old teammates and and old coaches. And I just felt a, a kind of an overwhelming call or urge. I'm like, you know, I need to get back involved with the academy. I need to get back involved with football and uh, I had spoken to some people I knew at Loyola and there was an opening in the admissions department at the time and I talked to the director of admissions who was a uh, Les Sightsinger and he had a spot for for an assistant director of admissions and with my background in sales it, it was a good fit and I haven't really looked back since then went on and got my master's in education and, and about 10 years ago switched over to to uh, being the assistant dean of students. That's great. I want to thank you for your service. You make a sacrifice teaching at a Catholic school. They don't pay on the same level. And obviously, as a public school, and for that matter, certainly in education alone, you make a big sacrifice as far as what you could potentially make in the private sector. But it is in giving that we receive, isn't it? That is absolutely true. And, you know, I the 
it, it may not be as financially rewarding, but it is every bit as rewarding as anything I've ever done, and it's uh, I'm happy to be here. So Loyola Academy is a Jesuit school. It's the largest Jesuit high school in the United States, and uh, it has a awesome, rich tradition. Could you tell us a little bit about what the Jesuits stand for and how that uh, translate in, into the lessons you try to teach them both in school and on the football field? Well, the, the Jesuits have been around for over 450 years. Obviously, St. Ignatius of Loyola was our, was our founder. And really, from almost the get-go, they've been involved in education. And they've realized that to make the change they want in the world, by going through the edu- edu- educational route with, with the students, that they're able to send these people out and to kind of serve their mission and, you know, to steal a phrase, set the world on fire um, through service, through caring for the poor. There's it's just a really strong foundation. And so well, let me ask you, what is it about football, do you think, that helps convey that most Christian message and helps uh, plant the seeds for what they hope to do later on in their lives? I, you know, I, it comes back to a term that, 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 Mark, you may have heard when you were a student here. It's, it's a Latin term, magis, the more. And really it kind of came through Jesuit education. And that's something that we strive for with the football program is, is the magis. And really it's doing the best you possibly can for the greater good of God and, uh, and for, for his service. And when, when you do that, you know, you're, you're not only honoring yourself, but you're also honoring God and with the effort that you put forward. And so really what we try to teach, we try to teach that message to the kids in our preparation, the way we prepare for our bodies, the way we prepare our, ourselves for football games, but then also how we interact with the community, how we go out and do service and help those folks that, that are less fortunate than us. So, Bo, you all have a mass prior to the game, isn't that Correct. Every every Friday, um, so we play Saturday afternoons for the most part. If if it's a home game, we'll have mass on on Fridays um, with uh, with Father Foley, who's been around Loyola for a long time, great man. After our walkthrough, if we're playing a Friday night game, then we'll have mass on Thursday after our walkthrough. And you pray prior to uh, the game as well. Yes. Yeah, so before kickoff, right before kickoff, with about three minutes left on the clock. We usually gather up and do our team prayer in the uh, end zone, led by our, led by either Father Foley or Father Breslin, and then uh, then it's the national anthem and then kick off. So right. So I'm about to talk to some of your stars, but the, obviously when you have 109 players on the team, everybody is not uh, going to be going to play at the University of Notre Dame. Those people that are, are second and third string, how are they impacted by being part of this? Uh, community this football community well every every person plays a role on the team so your role may not be starting quarterback or or on the field playing but you're playing an important role during the week if you're on one of our prep teams one of our scout teams and it really starts with the culture that we build here Uh, it's a very inclusive culture Uh, our captains our team leaders this year did an excellent job of making sure that everyone felt like they were part of the team and being inclusive some of these guys that you'll talk here today about you know, and so they know they know that their effort is is just as important as everybody during the week. We always kind of preach, you know, you're as strong as your weakest link. Right. And uh, that's the approach that we take. So I just want to say that uh, the job that you and Coach Holasek have done here at Loyola is phenomenal because I, I think Loyola's always gotten the talent. But, you know, I mean, being able to, to win consistently at that level, the coaching is really uh, a big deal. 
Yeah, that, you know, Coach Holosek's done a phenomenal job in the 10 years that he's been here, really helping build our culture of winning. And it's uh, it's important that not only are they successful in the football on the football field, but also successful in life, good students, good citizens, and building the, that framework that's going to lead them to be good husbands, good fathers, and, and good people out in the world. So, Bo, to your left is uh, our next guest. Who's this fella? This is Dara Lodja. He's our uh, all-time leading rusher at Loyola Academy and was a senior this year and one of our captains. Wow. Dara, congratulations for that. Have you ever heard of a guy named Jim Boyle? Jim Boyle? I have not. He's a classmate of mine, class of 1981. He went and uh, played football at Holy Cross in Worcester, Massachusetts, but he was a big star, and then he, he was drafted in the NFL, or had a tryout in the NFL, but wound up playing in Europe. Okay. But Obviously, any records that he has <laughs> might have had Rob Dooley, another one, Loyola alum that uh, was a classmate of mine who also had some records, I think, at one time. They're gone because of you, huh? <laughs> I guess so. So what was it like? To break the record? Yeah. Well, uh, in the moment, it didn't really hit me. Uh, it's kind of hitting me more now, but after I broke it, uh, Coach Non came down from the press box, and we shared a moment. Uh, it was really touching. Um, it was sort of like him, I guess, like passing down the torch as of this before to me. Uh, he taught me so much, b- coaching me. All the words of wisdom he gave to me helped me out throughout the year, so it was a very inspiring moment. That's awesome. Where are you from? I live in Mount Prospect, Illinois right now with Bobby, but I was born in the Bronx in New York. That's great. I, I think Loyola Academy is uh, blessed to have you here. What's the next move for you? Uh, I'm going to Denison University next year in Ohio. Ohio sure, absolutely. Yeah. Are you excited? I am excited. There's a, a few Loyola guys there playing different sports. So, so Are you going to play football? I am, yes. Great. What do you think you'll study? I'm thinking economics, probably. That's good. Yeah. And I, I think that our Holy Father has made a push towards, in the church as a whole has made a push towards incorporating a Catholic worldview into economic theory because, you know, this Darwinian capitalism where we try to, greed is the overwhelming idea is not going to yeah. work. So you'll carry those principles into the economic world, won't you? Yeah, absolutely. Take economics right now, actually, as a senior and it's very, it's very like interesting the, the different viewpoints that you get uh, from economics, uh, whether it's in the broader scheme or like in the individual businesses. But it's a, it's a good worldview to have. That's great, Dara. Tell us uh, how loyal has impacted you. You know, when you think back, you, you've been here four years now, and uh, are you a different person? Do you think than when you walked through those doors for the first time four years ago? Absolutely. I definitely think the biggest part about Loyola is the community feel. Not only football, but whether you're in the, you're in the classroom, uh, you're doing something, service, you always get this feeling from everyone that they want the best for you. And our motto is, it was for the greater glory of God and also being men for others. So they really teach us that here. We did Misericordia. We've done different things with the football team. Uh, there's also a Rupe and a service class that I did for Spanish. So just being a man for others is definitely the biggest thing I've take it from that to put other people ahead of you it's awesome so you know you one of the things that, that successful premises that that we learn is that what do we want to be remembered by at the end of our life and in terms of the legacy and, and how we impacted the world do you ever contemplate that at the end of your life and, and what mark you want to make even though you're a young guy now 
Yeah, I mean, sort of. I know that uh, when I want, when I look get looked back on, I want to be remembered as a guy that was you know a loving guy that always tried to do the best uh, for other people as he could because that's really what Loyola tries to teach us. But just being a loving, caring person uh, that does the best for others, I guess. So the, I can tell you, you strike me as a very humble individual, and you're not uh, chest is not out with this record, which is a beautiful thing. But let me ask you this: Is your obituary going to read? Uh, member of the uh, 2015 state football champions and leading career rusher uh, it'll definitely have something to do with Loyola because it's been a, such a big part of my life but I don't know if the Russian record will be in there Yeah. do, do you hope somebody breaks it uh, yeah my records are meant to be broken God bless you Thank you. who's this guy to your right uh, this is Eric Eshu he played tight end for us this well, year uh, Dar we're going to take a break so when we get back we're going to talk to Eric but uh, we have to take a short break on WSFI 88.5 Catholic Radio. You're listening to Sports and Faith. I'm Mark Kern, Lake County Sheriff, your host, and we'll be right back to continue our conversation with Eric. Stay tuned. Hi, this is Mike McCoy. I went to the University of Notre Dame, played 11 years in the NFL. And why is Catholic Radio relevant for the Chicago area? Well, I think it's relevant all over the country because of what's going on in our culture today. I see it all the time as I go into Catholic schools. A lot of pressure on our young people. You know, what's the truth? What's what's not the truth? What's the absolute truth? So hopefully by coming into this social media radio, we'll get some positive things out there so people can listen to. So that's why I think it's relevant because our culture is overwhelming us today. WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio is committed to bringing quality Catholic programs to our local community. We only can do that with your financial support. Take a moment now to donate online at WSFIRadio.org or mail your tax-deductible donation to WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio, P.O. Box 885, Libertyville, Illinois, 60048. That's WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio, P.O. Box 885, Libertyville, Illinois, 60048. Donations of any amount are greatly appreciated. Are you retired or near retirement? Do you want to keep a larger amount of your assets in a safe place with guaranteed interest rates to protect yourself from a huge market swing? Are you amazed at how low the interest rates are at your bank? If you said yes to any or all of those questions, you may want to call me, Matt Tomlinson, at Catholic Financial Life to discuss our guaranteed fixed rate annuities. Call 847-548-MAT, 847-548-6288. Products not available in all states. Are you enjoying this WSFI local program and want to share it with others? Visit WSFICatholicRadio.org and click on Listen, Then Programming. That's WSFI Catholic Radio, Listen, Then Programming. WSFI is on social media. Follow us on Twitter at WSFIFM and like us on Facebook by searching for WSFI Catholic Radio. Welcome back to this episode of Sports and Faith on WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio. I'm your host, Mark Curran, and my next guest is... Eric, would you introduce yourself to the listeners out there? Definitely. I'm Eric Eshu. I'm a senior at Loyola Academy, and I uh, play tight end at Loyola here. So where are you from? I'm from Chicago. What was your uh, grade school? I went to Oriole Park, which is on the northwest side, kind of by Park Ridge. You take the... Uh yell up here no i take i took the 423 bus every day i would come up freshman sophomore year right up harlem 
So you make a sacrifice to, to be here and to be able to go to Loyola, huh? It's totally worth it. Yeah. So um, you were the tight end, and I see down on the couch over there is Bobby. He was a quarterback, right? Oh, uh, I mean, Emmett was a quarterback. I'm sorry, Emmett. Did Emmett get you the ball a lot? Yeah, we tried to uh, connect as much as we could. Uh, we were uh, pretty pretty good together. We bonded over the summer, and we worked together very well. Right. Back when I was at Loyola Academy, I think they threw the ball about six times a, a game. And it's far different now. You need a good quarterback and you need a good tight end because you run what type of offense? We ran a spread offense this year. And tell the listeners what that means, essentially, because everybody's not clued in on football. Um, well, we would have Dar in the backfield, and then I would play slot or outside receiver, and then we'd also have another outside receiver and another um, slot receiver, so essentially four wide receivers. Got four lined up wide, and uh, so tell us a little bit about the football season. You, you, did you have any close games uh, that had you worried? Um, one of our closer games was would be home at Flossmore. It was we knew they'd be one of the toughest teams. They were ranked above us all year at the uh, number one spot, so we were expecting a very hard game that that game. And uh, we went in and we prepared very well, came out victorious. <laughs> Other than that, Palatine was also a very close game with some errors we made. But other than that, we, we had a very good season with a run. And do you recognize how good your coaching is? It, it was by far the best coaching in the state, yeah. um, hands down. We had, aside from the football, they would coach us to be men for others. And we'd have alumni come back and teach us, tell us how great the coaching staff and how great the coaching was and, and how it led them to be successful in life and so I'm very so thankful. Loyola Academy was uh, runner-up a number of times in the last few years, and, and essentially every season they were knocking on the door of a state championship, but they hadn't gotten one since uh, back in right after Bo was uh, here. So what happened? You know, you, you you made it, you won. Was it 42 to nothing? 42 to nothing. And in the state championship game. Was there any angst that we've been there and, and we want to get it? But yeah, we had a we had a little bit of spark this year. I don't know what it was going into the season. We just worked extremely hard together, and um, offensively we were clicking. Defensively, our coaches got us up to par, and um, everyone knew what what we had to do. And we really did this for the coaches. So right. So do you know anything about that East Suburban Catholic Conference? It's the the Marist. Y'all played Marist. Oh, Marist, yeah. yeah. We played them in the state championship. You ever heard of a school, Carmel Catholic High School in Mundelein? I have, yes. So that's where my boys uh, play football. But uh, the East Suburban Catholic Conference can't compete with the uh, Chicago Catholic, is that? I guess not. We, I mean, we got some of the toughest schools in our division with uh, some of the inner city kids. So it's it's a tough conference, but I'm not bashing them at all. So. No. You know, Chicago Catholic has always been known as, as the premier. Uh, so, Eric, to your left is another really big guy. And what, what's this guy's name? Sam Bedovnak. And uh, what position does Sam play? Uh, he's our starting center. Okay, so uh, we could Sam have you move in and uh, talk to the listeners. Hello, I'm Sam Bedovnak. I played center this year. You, I was one of the captains. You, and you're a big guy. You spend a lot of time in the weight room. Uh, yeah, I try to. You you don't just walk out on a football field and be good. It's really about speed and strength. So you need a lot of uh, commitment, don't you? Yeah, it's, it really takes uh, at least three or four days a week with good nutrition. It's not just the weight room. It's everything you do outside too. So, uh, Sam, you know the offensive line. 
doesn't always get the glory, what have you. You're not jumping up and down after a sack or you're not running for a touchdown. What's it like to play center in, in terms of being kind of uh, integral, important, but not center as far as the attention? Well, like when you're an O-lineman, you have to accept the fact that you're not going to get a lot of glory and you have to find victories in the small things. Like when Dara run, runs for or, uh, a bunch of yards a game or Emmett gets a lot of time in the pass protection, that's like a little victory for us. And that's what we that's what we play for. Where do you live? I live in Wilmette. And so where was uh, grade school? Uh, I actually went to a grade school in Inverness at Holy Family. Holy Family. Okay. And so when you came into Loyola Academy, as uh, it's a product of a, a Catholic grade school and what have you, what did you expect and, and what, what did it turn out to be? All I knew about Loyola was uh, my cousins went here and this is Catholic school. I figured it would be the same thing as uh, my grade school, but they really do a good job of making sure we're men and women for others here and put service first. It's beautiful. What's the next step for you? I'm going to Butler next year. In Indianapolis? Yes. Are you going to play football there? I am. It's great. And uh, so let me ask you this. What what did it feel like when the, you were standing there on the Northern Illinois football field and the state championship and the trophy was there? Uh, it was a beautiful thing. It was finally awesome to see and finally have what we worked for all year and past four years as a team together finally come true. It's beautiful. Let me ask you this. How do you feel that uh, the concept of, of Christ-like love through St. Ignatius of Loyola is communicated amongst the football players and the team at Loyola? Well, we do misericordia days a lot. It makes us more of a well-rounded team. Uh, we're not just big football players we were more of a like, loving team yeah so you play center my uh my oldest son was a nose tackle starting nose tackle at carmel last year uh what was the toughest nose tackle you went up against this past season probably uh desmond bland from uh homewood flossmore he's a big dude was it his size or his quickness that made him tough to definitely block? not his quickness but it was his size to store so what do you do when a guy has all that size and strength got to beat him with technique and smarts and you're able to do that were you uh, impacted by just the incredible coaching that you have here at Loyola Academy definitely I would not be where I am today with, and playing at the next level without our coaches that's beautiful well, we wish you well at Butler thank you very much and who's this fellow over here to your right this is Bobby Deshro he was another one of our captains and he played safety thank you Sam hi Bobby how are you I'm doing well. How are you? Good. So you played safety at uh, Loyola Academy. What kind of defense do you all run? We run kind of a hybrid. We do a lot of different things, mostly just based on our opponent for that upcoming week. Basically, I guess it's you'd call it a 3-4, but we do a lot of different things off of that. And where did you grow up? <clears throat> oh, I grew up in Mount Prospect with Dara. And we, we played football all growing up together since, like, third grade. And you guys went to the same uh, grade school and everything else? Um, we went to, like, neighboring grade schools, but we, we yeah. knew each other. Where'd you go to grade school? I went to St. Emily. St. Emily, sure. And so was Loyola Academy the only choice? Because you guys live kind of close to Notre Dame, huh? Oh, yeah. A lot of the kids from my school went to Notre Dame and to St. Vider High School also. Right, exactly. So you yeah. could have been playing in that East Suburban Catholic Conference, huh? I guess so, but my uh, <laughs> with my dad working here, I guess it wasn't much of a choice. He, he insisted, huh? So are you glad you came here as opposed to one of those other schools? Yeah, absolutely. Like Even though most of my friends were going to those other schools, like I grew up always just a big Loyola football fan, and I've been coming to their games since I was like in third grade. So it's always been, always been a dream of mine. 
So that concept of a man for others, what does that mean to you? I would just say it's like just the way we live our lives every day. And it's not like big things or like crazy acts of kindness that you do. It's just the way you live life every day. And um, just being that kind person and doing what you can for other people and setting a good example and leading by example. Yeah. You know, I, I told you I went to Loyola Academy and was not some big football star, but I remember the big football stars that were here and the way they would carry themselves around campus was as just really decent people, not uh, big prideful people that bullied others because they were the biggest guys on campus. It was far different than what we think of in terms of high school football players, perhaps at other schools. Why do you think that is? Why, why would the football guy be so nice to the guy that has no athletic ability? I think that's just a big testament to how great Loyola Academy is. Um, Loyola Academy really does a great job of just building a sense of community and family. I know none of the football players look at themselves as the big football player and then like see anyone else as any different. They kind of just see us all as part of one Loyola family. Right, because that guy that's not an athlete, he may be the founder of some billion-dollar tech company, and uh, <laughs> you know, life is a long is a marathon, not a not a sprint, right? Yeah, you never know what might happen. Just gotta live every day the best you can. Yeah, was it nice to have your dad around? Yeah, I, I yeah. To, you, do you <laughs> tell do you tell your dad you love him? Not enough. Yeah, and you you need to say thank you for the sacrifices he's made as well, huh? Yeah. You know what? I, I can bet you anything that your dad's paramount concern is is your eternal soul, right? Not whether you were a football star or anything else, and that's that's why you're here at Loyola Academy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you so much. Who's uh, this this fellow right here to uh, your left? Um, starting quarterback and team captain Emmett Clifford. All right. So Emmett. You look like you might have a little Irish in you. Yeah. Uh, my dad's parents are both from Ireland. They came over on a boat when they were in their 20s, so you, you, Irish. Yeah, you got the red hair and you got the complexion. My middle son looks, looks very Irish, and I'm Irish. Uh, so you're the quarterback, and you got blue eyes too. Boy, you're really Irish looking. <laughs> what was it? Now, Loyal Academy – since they decided to go with a spread offense with Herster and Holasek, they've been a, they throw the ball a lot, and yeah. they're fun to watch. So being quarterback is, you know, probably when you you get their freshman year, there's ten guys that think they want to be quarterback for that team, and at the end, one person gets the job. What tell us the, the path that you took? I kind of noticed I had some older guys. Like I went to old PH, and there were a couple uh, quarterbacks that came before me, like Jack Penn, Peter Pujols both started uh so I kind of looked at them for guidance and they always told me that it always went to the smartest player doesn't matter like the physical gifts especially as a quarterback it's just knowing what to do with the ball and getting the ball to the right people yeah absolutely so OLPH is Our Lady of Perpetual Help right up in the street in Glenview Illinois in a big feeder parish for Loyola Academy where, where, where are you headed next uh, Holy Cross. In Worcester, Massachusetts, where yeah. I mentioned Jim Boyle. And Kevin Garvey was another classmate of mine that went and played football there. And another, Tim Mitchell was a third classmate of mine that went to Holy Cross and also played football there. So a lot of people have been going there. Are you going to play football? Yeah, I am. That's awesome. It's a beautiful school. And it's just outside Boston and the Jesuits. You're staying with the Jesuits, huh? Yeah. Was that an impact for you? I think so. I think after Catholic grade school catholic high school it kind of shaped me to who i was so it's helped me a lot so i 
figured it'd help me more is that if I stayed along with it. So to get into Holy Cross and, and to be offered, uh, you know, to play football there, my guess is you're not just a football player. You got to be a pretty smart guy because that that's an academically rigorous place. Yeah, I try to try to work hard. Try to find a balance of football and ath- academics. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this. So, you know, all sin is traceable to pride. You know, and, and we get in a lot of trouble when we think we're big shots. So you're the quarterback. What do you do to keep yourself grounded and realize that if you have any gifts in this world, they came from God, not from you know yourself alone? I try not for my highs not to be too high, my lows not to be too low. Kind of just remain calm and everything. And I think that's important, whether it's football or really anything, not to get too worked up, uh, too worked up over things. So, how important is your prayer life in terms of the season and and all the struggles of of young adulthood at Loyola Academy? I take a lot of time to myself to just clear my mind. I, I don't know. It's not like I don't get down on my knees and pray necessarily all the time, but I kind of like to clear my mind, look up to God, and kind of just have my own little my own little space. So, you know, working together as a team, that's what builds a champion. A bunch of individuals that have their own agendas, that's why when stars don't win championships. How did you help to contribute with with the uh, tutelage of the coaches to that concept? I think we just try to get uh – we get it, we try to get everyone on the team to buy in. I think we had about 90 players, so just uh, kind of getting everyone to buy into the system, buy into the coaches' uh, calls, and uh, just follow them. So, Emmett, uh, thank you, buddy. You know, Loyola Academy, us alums are all very proud. Uh, we're proud of our school, but it was awesome to be state champions. I want you to stick around. We want a picture before because your buddies all ran out the door after uh, I got done talking to them. Anyways, folks, uh, that's all the time we have today for Sports and Faith on WSFI 88.5 Catholic Radio. Until next time, from all of us here at WSFI Catholic Radio, I'm Mark Curran. Thank you for listening, and God bless. For more information about sports and faith, visit WSFIRadio.org.